Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, and health freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, doing interesting things on the cutting edge, impacting the world. So today I have uh, Brandon Neely, and he's actually the host of Wealth Wisdom Financial Podcast. And he started out in podcasting. He's also got a YouTube channel as well. And he's a serial entrepreneur, profit first, and bank on yourself professional, which we will um, talk about later on. So Brandon, welcome. Oh, should I call you Dr. Chris or what should I call you there? Uh, call me, every. all my friends call me Chris. Oh, there you go. Hey, you know, whatever works. So, hey, thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah. Uh, tell us more about your journey, how you got started, and um, we'll go from there. Yeah. So for me, I uh, have, I used to be a W-2 person, used to be in the military, uh, was in the music industry, uh, somehow fell into the financial services industry. What I What I've learned is, uh, a lot of businesses fail. I, I've now reached five years in my uh, ventures and entrepreneurship, and a lot of them don't make it. 94, 95% of small businesses don't make it to the five-year mark. And for me, I thought that was sad. And how do we have more success out there? And also, you know, uh, as people are in the W-2 work, you know, you're in the the medical side. Some people are in that side and they're like, man, I need to change. I need to shift. And they go into the entrepreneur side thinking it's going to be just as easy as that W2 side. And they realize, oh crap, this is hard and I'm not making any money uh, as much as I was on, on that other side. So how do I balance those two worlds before I just jump ship maybe as a doctor or a physician or whatever how do i balance those build a real estate portfolio uh, anyway so so that led me into doing our financial services firm uh helping people understand this this concept of infinite banking and profit first and using our experience from our past in coffee world uh to to help others now yeah that's a lot i just said there so. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no. So you, you know, we have a lot to talk about on this show because you've, because um, you founded you and your, you and your wife founded and managed Overflow Coffee Bar, uh, for mm-hmm. ten years, and then you learned a lot what to do and not to do, and you sold that business. Um, and mm-hmm. then now you. So we'll start kind of high level. Um, what advice would you have for someone trying to start their own business in today's, um environment yeah some is man i wish i had a rich relative because it, it is hard in our environment you know when we say small business usually small businesses you know they have 
200 staff or less kind of idea. Like, like it's not really that small, relatively speaking. Uh, and when we were doing our, you know, staff of six, when I had the coffee shop, that's a small business to me. Uh, and so some of my advice I tell people, if you want to jump into this, one is know that you know that you know that you're called to it, right? That's that's mm -hmm. number one. Uh, have a team around you, kind of like a, a doctor would if you have a physician that, that you go see. Have a, have a group of people that maybe they care about your physical, uh, they care about your your emotional health, and they don't don't necessarily care about your output, your business, but they care about you, right? Have that team in place because because as you run into the doing a real estate deal or or other things you want to have somebody because not everything goes up and to the right that's just the way it works and then my third is know your numbers uh it's kind of like uh knowing your blood pressure or knowing the the data to, to be able to make the right decisions uh lab work those kind of things help you to to know hey um i probably shouldn't eat red meat as much because I have high iron levels. I don't know, those kind of things. Uh, doing the same kind of idea with our money. Yeah, interesting. So these are all kind of uh, timeless pieces of wisdom. And mm -hmm. so you talk about, uh, and, and I see you, you talk about this, um, using this idea of uh, the still method. Yep. practice tell us what that is yeah so if you want to learn more about the still method you can you can go to our website and download i think there's a report if you go wealthwisdomfp.com report so the still method is again reverse engineering kind of where we want to be right and so this is the thing where you know you go into a doctor's office and they ask you how you feel and all this other stuff right so, so in the still method, I believe that we are in a place of oftentimes chaos, right? This is confusing, haphazard, anxious, overwhelming, and stressful. All the world is in this chaosness, right? Confusing, haphazard, anxious, overwhelming, stressful. What we need to do is get out of that chaos mm. into a place of still. Right. And this is where we developed the still method. And the still method is set your sights. Like you cannot just, you know, have a, yeah, like not just kind of go through life without goals. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need to set your sights. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be in 10 years, 20 years? And then reverse architect that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so setting your sights is so important. I, I would say a lot of people I meet haven't ever done that, that work mm -hmm. of setting their sights. They, they just are kind of haphazard in life, and then they wonder why they're where they're at. Well, they never actually sat with themselves or their significant others to ask those questions, right? So so that's the S. Any questions on the S? Because uh, I can keep going all day long on this stuff, but um, yeah, any questions on that? Um, no, and then, uh, yeah, keep going. Awesome. So then the T is, the, again, it's still. Uh, track your in and out, right? You cannot just have goals, but you need to track what you're doing, right? This is kind of like, again, thinking about the doctor thing of tracking your blood pressure to calorie intake, outtake, tracking. Some people like that word budgeting. Other people hate the word budgeting. For me, we have a, a quest that we have in our membership site, manage cash flow like a, a millionaire. 
like that's just tracking, tracking your money, tracking your uh, what you're doing. Then you have to do and inspect the the progress, right? You don't just track it, but you inspect it to see, okay, are those efforts leading to what I I want, right? Uh, a lot of times, uh, again, going to a doctor, they might say, okay, I want to see you in six six uh, months to inspect if every what we said is going to work, right? That's the same kind of idea. So inspecting, then you look for 1% adjustments. People want to think that it, you know, if I do this one thing, it's going to skyrocket me somewhere. But usually it's those 1% adjustments that lead to success, not the the big things, right? So 1% little, little tweaks and then live deliberately. You know, no one just becomes a type 2 diabetic accidentally, right? Uh, a lot of times it is the little actions that led to that. And so we have to be deliberate in the actions we want, right? Mm -hmm. In the future, mm -hmm. right? And so we want to live deliberate towards uh, the results that we want, right? Whether it's for me, going to the gym regularly is really important, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm deliberate in showing up to those things because I want certain results that'll show up over time. And they just kind of do that cycle over and over again. The still method is just a framework for me of saying, okay, uh, do I want to have a healthy marriage? Okay, what kind of marriage do I want? All right, set your sights, you know, all of that kind of stuff uh, and just going through that process. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love this, this, the, this acronym and this idea of just getting still because there's so much noise and um, just, you mm -hmm. know, so much, things vying for our attention and just, you know, craziness. Um, you know, so I love this idea. You just get centered and clear, uh, drown out all the noise. Um, so we'll talk about this. And then one thing you talk about is when you, you went through a big pivot and you use this idea of profit first to help yep. people know when to do a big pivot. Yeah. So, so one of the things I, I do think about when it comes to even that that still method or or reverse engineering, it's really important to understand your goals, where you want to go, and not someone else's. Uh, what I what I've realized is um, if you don't have a plan for your money, everybody else does. <laughs> There's so much out there. You know, same with same with uh, our eating habits, right? I mean, literally. Uh, grab and go easy. And we wonder why we're fat. I'm like, well, um, if you don't, if you don't have a plan, someone else has a plan to, to make it easier for you theoretically. And I think that that's kind of, for me, uh, our economy, our economy, uh, right now is all on like, you know, insulin where we're on like bad things to keep us growing, which I, I, in my opinion, growing isn't always healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, because that doesn't necessarily mean if you, if you keep growing, you become overweight, 300 pounds, uh, 600 pound life or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we want to like, think about what is our health, human health and all that. So profit first, uh, really helped us say, okay, we've been doing this business, but it's not helping us. Uh, our business was called overflow, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. we weren't making sure we were taken care of. Uh, literally so much so that uh, I ended up in the hospital for anxiety and blood pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, man, I'm creating a business to overflow and change the world. 
but mm-hmm. it's almost, it's going to kill me. Mm. Uh, and I need to make a shift, make a pivot. And that, that pivot was making sure we are taken care of and then helping build the foundations to other things from there. It's really hard to do sometimes, especially if you're a person that is probably in the, the, the medical world, uh, we're givers, right? And so you continue to give and, and you can't give if you're dead. Right. right. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let, let, let's make sure we're taking care of ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, those kind of things. Uh, yeah. And then you further expand on this idea with profit first by business owners paying themselves and winning the game money game as business owners. Tell us kind of the, um, the strategy or the landscape of that. Yeah. Well, I think about, you know, if you're a W2, right, you're going to go to work and you're going to want to want to check, right? You don't work for free. <laughs> but then but then when we're business owners, we think it's okay to not pay ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay. It'll 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 happen in the end. You know, uh, it it'll pay off. You know, those kind of things happen and we we tell ourselves things that uh are crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what what uh, the, you know, there's a book, richest man in Babylon. And he says the, you know, one of the tenants is pay yourself first, right? Profit first is pay yourself first. Well, if you create a, that exercise of starting a business, just like you're getting paid from a W2 paying yourself that, that creates a habit, right? And that habit is a good habit. Then you can, use it for the whatever. And maybe if you're starting on as a self-employed type, maybe it's not that big, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 10, 15%, but profit first helps build the habit of getting profit, right? Instead of profit being last profit is first and you build a business mm-hmm. that is lean, yeah. right? Instead of it costing you 110% of taxes and and employees and all that yeah. you li- build a business that is leaner so that way you make smarter decisions yeah i love that especially during recessions um i was listening to um an interview by brian chesky you know the found co-founder of airbnb and he was saying that mm-hmm. you know uh 2020 knocked out 80 percent of his business so he focused on lean and making it like very efficient yep. and now it's like you know off to the races in 2022 so just especially in recessions, you know, ruthless cost cutting, operate like a startup and um, stay lean. Then we talk about this um, because we talk about uh, winning the money game, profit, and this bank on yourself revolution, which is very fascinating, banking on yourself. Uh, For the audience out there, it's not, this is not financial advice and this is just education kind of expose you to certain ideas. Yeah. So, so I would say what I love about, and I want to step back just a second before I go into the, uh, infinite banking, uh, and banking yourself method. So, uh, it's the 80, 20 rule, uh, 80% of what you do doesn't really matter. 20% does. Mm -hmm. Right. And if we're just throwing money at it, uh, it's, it's probably not going to work. Right. And a lot of times that's what we do or we're conditioned to do. But when you have a smaller system or at least a more efficient system, you start realizing what matters, what's important. Right. And so, and focusing in on the 20% that does not just 
a hundred percent, right? So doing that 80, 20 rule is really important. And then what I've done is, okay, so I've implemented profit first. I learned about this infinite banking system and really what it is, it's a cash flow management system. I just happen to use life insurance as one of those um, banks that I use to grow my business, right? And so uh, a lot of people will say, yeah, but it's 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 not an investment. It, it's not growing, it's not doing this. I'm like, it, it's not an investment. It's a, a storehouse of savings that I can now then access to use to grow my wealth, right? And so it's properly designed. This is where people like, will will touch, shut off and say, well, yeah, but I this is a bad investment or this. Uh, it is a properly designed whole life insurance that has mutually owned companies that have been paying dividends for over a hundred years, right? And so what I'm doing, kind of the way I think about uh, my policies is this is a way of buying, not renting. Term insurance is renting, uh, whole life is buying, right? So, so that's kind of the difference. Now, here's the thing that I like about why why value whole life insurance? Well, here I I know for a fact, one hundred percent, that I will die, right? Uh, that will happen, even if I have great doctors uh, that are doing everything. At some point, you know, my body will deteriorate, and you know, things will will cease for me. But I want to be able to have a good foundation for my kids, for my wife, in case something happens. But I don't want to wait till I'm dead to to experience these kind of things, right? And so what I love about infinite banking is what I can do. You ever use the HELOC strategy where you have a house and you pull the HELOC, the money out of their house to do something? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like so, the, yeah, go ahead. It's pretty much the same thing, except you're the house, Right. And mm. no one's going to ask you. The banks could change due to the economic conditions and say, yeah, well, we're not going to allow this or, or the interest rates could change or whatever. With the policies, I can just take a loan, policy loan, to do different things to grow my wealth, right? Mm. And so access to capital, again, is really important. So I used my policy to pay off high interest debt in the, the former coffee shop, right? Because... I don't know about you, but when you start a business, people just don't give you money. Usually they give you money for school, but they don't give you money to start a business. It's it's kind of weird, <laughs> right? But that that's the way it works. And then we're going to college and then we never, anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go into the college problem. Exactly. But so so I used my policy for to, to pay off high interest debt, paid myself back, right? So because I'm, I'm now the bank, I have controls. And then I used it again to do a 20% down on my house. I used part of my cash value, paid it back because the founder of, of Infinite Banking says, don't steal the peas from your own grocery store. So I'm I'm paying it back. I have a, a cash flow management system that I use in my business and in, in other areas. Basically, it's a barometer that I can help figure out. Paid it back, 20% down. The reason I chose 20% was because then I have no PMI insurance, right? Interest rates all adjusted and 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 was able to have smart decisions on that. And then I used my cash value and my policies again to buy a commercial real estate office, right? 
which is really cool because bought my office condo, right? If, if this makes sense. And I, I own it. First, I own the policies personally. I bought the building or the condo, and then my business is paying me rent, right? Mm -hmm. And I used part of my policy cash value to uh, be the mortgage, be the bank, if you will. And I used the bank's money partially for the rest of it, and then I can uh, balance out if, if interest rates go up or down. I don't know what's going to happen in three years, but I want to have control. Right. And so that's the power of infinite banking is just having more control to grow my wealth. What is the problem is we've given up control to other people, financial control, and and that's not led us down the best places. So I want to have control, but I also want to make sure that I am being smart, not just giving up and saying, hey, I'm going to let retirement just happen. Uh, you're in this doctor world, I'm, I'm sure you know, we're not in a good place health-wise uh, in our world right now. So uh, I want to be one of those healthy people, I'm hoping, mentally, emotionally, sp spiritually, and financially. Yeah, great conversation. And um, I, um, how can people um, follow you, contact you, visit your website, and uh, check out the uh, your book on what you were just describing yeah so if you go to wealth wisdom financial uh you will find me on youtube we have a youtube channel we do regular contents there uh because what i've learned is a lot of people think they know stuff but they really don't right be a good learner uh and figure out what works for you so go to our youtube channel wealth wisdom financial we have a podcast wealth wisdom financial uh podcast and it's looking at uh, and not just the conventional wisdom that's fairly new, right? That, but but looking at old school wisdom of saying, okay, how did people do it back in the day? Because life insurance has been around way longer than the 401k, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so how do we leverage and use it? And then if you want to learn more about me or hear more about me, go to wealthwisdomfp.com, wealthwisdomf as in financial, p as in partners com that you can schedule a discovery call or get that special report uh, yeah awesome great conversation i really love this idea of um uh banking on yourself um i'm going to check out that book your book as well profit first as well as bank on yourself revolution these concepts uh are really interesting and intriguing and um, for all the listeners to, out there sorry to be clear those are not my books uh, those are, I have good mentors. We will write our own book, but Profit First was written by Mike Michalowicz, which is just an amazing author. Uh, and Bank on Yourself uh, is written by Pamela Yellen. And eventually I'll have a book, probably in the next three months, written by Amanda Neely, CFP, and Brandon Neely. But probably Amanda will write most of it. Awesome. Thanks for that clarification. And uh, thanks so much for a awesome podcast. Awesome. Thank you. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere Spotify iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.